This podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Core Blimey U Beauty. Core Blimey U Beauty, you've probably seen me post her a million times and you're probably aware that she's my actual real life friend. But when I tell you that her facials are literally the best in the world, or the best that I've ever had, definitely. I'm not just saying that because she's my friend. I am saying that because truly she is fantastic. Uh, she's based in North London, uh, easy to get to, right by the Alexandra Palace train station. She specialises in electrical face and body treatments. Her services include a wide range of facials, treating skin concerns such as acne, dry skin, dehydration, hyperpigmentation, and her treatments include extractions of blackheads, skin resurfacing, chemical peels, and dermaplaning. Her body treatments include non-surgical cellulite treatments, booty lifts, stretch marks, back and booty facials. Uh, She's had some amazing clients. If you go to her page, you'll see some of them like Anthony Joshua, seriously still pissed off that she didn't invite me in that day. Uh, Maya Jama, Patricia Bright, uh, Sex Educations, Noru Gatwa, Katie Piper, Ash Nico and Tweely, to name just a few. Um, I could not recommend her more highly. Uh, Her waiting list is very long. So if you want to book in with her, get in now. She's well worth it. You can find her on Instagram at coreblimeyoubeauty, all one word. Um, And on there, if you just go to her uh, link in her bio, you will find uh, where to book. So get in there. She's amazing. I love her. Support women, support black owned businesses and give her a follow. Hello and welcome to the La 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 Let Me Explain podcast. And I am absolutely gassed today to have my first actual real celebrity in the building <laughs> actual real yeah <laughs> actual real celebrity yeah oh i'm gonna have to go back and see 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 who you've interviewed someone no, no. might be offended <laughs> no, no but you know what i think the different that like so it's lamar i yeah. have to just to, in case anyone's confused although yeah. they shouldn't be because they should have seen your name on the podcast that they've just clicked on true but no that's not like a, a, an offensive statement to anyone else who i've had on here i've had like people with loads of followers on Instagram, people who are doing really well, Sideman, Florence Given, lo- loads of people. But I I don't know. Do you think there's like a distinction between like Instagram celebrities? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, with you, I like guess my parents- and popularity are, I guess two different things. I my guess. parents know who you are. Oh, I'm well. pretty sure they would anyway. Does that just mean that I'm just old then? Just means I'm old. <laughs> it's basically, basically you put a nice compliment. Oh, that's heavy. You're old. <laughs> Lamar, you're an old man. It's fine. I get it. You're basically yeah. the same. You're only about three years older than me. So I can't, I can't call you old. Cool. You're young. You're yeah, young. We're, t- we're babies virtually. Kids. But no, I mean, you're an actual certified. I mean, like you won the first series of Fame Academy, oh. which is groundbreaking. Oh, you know, I didn't win. I came third. You know? I know you didn't oh, win. God. And who wow. won? David Snedden. Uh, that's, that's correct, David. Yeah. Is he your friend? So can, is my, fr- is is my he friend? Do, yeah. So am oh, I allowed wait, wait. to say who the fuck is David Snedden and where is he now? You say what you want. I have no control of your words. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's not like offending your mate. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Yeah. You should have won. Ah, thank you very much. You were my favourite. Ah, thank you. I, I think you were everyone's favourite. That's what favorite. matters. I'm, I'm, I'm your favourite. That's what matters. I don't care. He, uh, but I mean, you were, I think you were everyone's favourite. Oh. Well, clearly not. They didn't vote for me, no, did they? No, I think there was corruption. I think it's like, you should have behaved like Trump. You should have just stood there <laughs> on winning night and been like, no, I won. <laughs> I won by a long margin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you didn't. Um, so you came third, but really you were the yeah. winner in the public's eyes. That's a nice thing. You're a singer, oh, songwriter, yeah. producer. Yeah. podcaster now which we'll talk about a bit in a, in a minute five studio albums three of which were platinum or double platinum yeah duetted with lionel fucking richie that lionel yeah nice nice dude mate that's yeah. big yeah. you've done dancing on ice uh yeah yeah, yeah. you've you've st- done tours with justin timberlake destiny's child usher Major Blige, Enrique Iglesias, a few people. Is yeah. you're, you're major, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. You've had an extremely exciting and really good career. Yeah, I'm, I feel fortunate in that way. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it, but also, you're very blessed with an incredible talent. Oh, thank you very much. I'm just is really this, singing this, uh, your prayer. Are you enjoying feel, it? Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> uh, I need to come in more often. I'll be here every Wednesday. Uh, if you ever need a little yeah. self-esteem pep talk, just give go. me a shout on DMs. I'll send you a little voice note. Yeah. Just remind you who the fuck you are. There we go. And you're a father of two, which is probably yes. your biggest accomplishment. Definitely, definitely. Although, you know, raising them is the important part. It's not... Raising them is the hard part. Ra- raising yeah. them is the is the never-ending long journey that uh, all parents go through, but I guess never really... Uh, well, I think probably all parents underestimate to some degree. And yeah. Until you start doing it, then you're like, oh my gosh, this is, uh, is kind of hard. It is hard, which yeah. is why I say... I mean, sometimes I get a bit of... Um, backlash when i try and make the point that like you know i think it offends people sometimes when you say you probably shouldn't have kids when you're like 18 19 20 and and i think people get offended because they're like well i did it at 18 and i've done really well and and there's lots of people that can do it incredibly well but i do think it's such a hard job that um that i don't think it's wrong to say Actually, I think people should wait a little bit. And yeah. I think that you should have really experienced the world and really be able to really independently look after yourself before you can even attempt Definitely. that. Definitely. You know, I think, um, like I was saying, I think people underestimate how how big a responsibility it is. You know, I think that's the one moment in life where you're, you're really, you really realise how selfish life in its, in its, in its uh, kind of like normal state is, you know, throughout your life, you're only ever thinking about you really, mm. you know, you might, yeah, you care about your brothers and sisters, your mum, your dad, but all your decisions are based around you, what you want to do, what uni you want to go to, what college, you, what, your job, you, you, you. Mm. And then you finally have something that you genuinely care about more than yourself. And then you, and that's for the rest of your life. You've got to help them, give them, help them with the decisions they make. So if you're not really well-versed in making decisions, then what are you passing on? Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. It's yeah. so anxiety provoking as well. It's like you suddenly invite this anxiety yeah. into your life for the rest of your life. Yeah. You, you just remember, never had before. Exactly. Like. You remember all the things you did, all the dangers you managed to avoid. Mm. And then you think, was it luck or, or are they going to go through? Will they have the same luck? Well, yeah. You know, there's so many different thoughts that come into your mind. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. What do your kids think of your career? Uh, yeah, they like it. You know, they like it. I, I, I think, it's like with any any kid, your their norm is different to your norm. You know, for me, my life went from what it was to what it is 
But for them, they just know it, it is what it is. You're just dad. Yeah. Okay, dad's got a different job to everyone else, but it's just dad, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, they, they like it. They obviously enjoy the music. They like my voice, the songs I've written, et cetera, et cetera, and the stories. Um, but I think it's just normal to them. Mm. Yeah. 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 They never knew anything different. Any different, so it's like whatever. What's it like being famous? What's it like? What's it like being famous? I don't. Um, do you know what? I think the the first time it happened, the first time I really noticed a difference. Obviously, I did uh, Fame Academy, and uh, when I came out, I think I was in there for like three months or three months of people watching you, a lot, quite a lot of people watching you um, uh, every day and night. They could at that at that point. So when I came out, obviously going in, I, I had a certain reality, and then you're locked away from people for for that amount of time. When you come out. It, that was quite overwhelming. Did they know. prepare you for that psychologically? No, not really. I think it's like, I, I feel the same way about that kind of stuff as I do about like kind of like the music industry as well. I think they should, a part of every contract should be access to some kind of psychologist or some kind of therapist mm. because the adjustments that you have to make, whether it be financially, whether it be emotionally, whether it be just dealing with this new life and this new existence, um, a lot of people don't make the right decision. It's very easy to make the wrong decision. Mm. And um, dealing with the aftermath of that, it, it you know, you could get depressed. You could get, you could go kind of like go off the, what is it, off the chain, off the rails yeah. and just start doing madness. So uh, yeah, I think it's, I think the psych, the psychological element of, of all of it yeah. that definitely does require more attention. No, they didn't. Uh, do that I think they in the contract they do say um, maybe I think they did say oh you can have access if you want wanted mm. but I think mental health and that aspect of things wasn't as in the forefront as it is nowadays so you didn't really call on call on it so. yeah I think they've probably stepped up on that a bit now although I do have a, f a friend who recently I won't name the TV station but she was awarded something big on a major TV yeah uh, UK TV network and um, and after she was awarded you know this title of blah blah of the year yeah. I don't want to say too much because otherwise people don't know who it is but she wasn't um, that they didn't give her anything after that I think they kind of said to her oh if you need a psychologist but then very quickly you know she's on on huge TV shows people know her Twitter handle and whatever and all of a sudden she starts receiving this kind of pile on of abuse um of abuse oh okay. abuse mixed with and because i think things are different now as well i think you were you know was it 2002 fame academy yeah two two three something like that yeah. so there wasn't social media at nah, that time either no. was there youtube that was about it youtube and youtube wasn't what youtube is now as well it was just more i right, put your videos on that because people go and look at it sometimes it yeah. wasn't necessarily yeah, i think people were more still into websites i think late it probably wasn't to my third album or so that Twitter and you know all these other stuff started propping up but people still didn't really know exactly what the platforms were going to become mm. um, so yeah I would say around third or fourth album then it, it, social media started kind so of that must have in. been so different because I guess that back then in 2002 you know you, you obviously had that weird experience of being in the Fame Academy house coming out you're suddenly a household name 
but you're kind of only exposed to what the papers are saying rather yeah. than being exposed to the opinions of that millions of people. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can't even, I can't even imagine, you know, I think by the time social media kicked, really kicked in for me, I, it was, I was old enough to not care that much mm. about what someone else thinks about me. Um, but, you know, in your teenage life, especially, if you have any kind of degree of success, teenage, early 20s, and and you're one of those people who are susceptible to to um, uh, allowing other people's opinions affect you. It might must be a very very hard, very hard uh, yeah. field to navigate. Definitely. Did you watch um, the documentary with it? I think it's Jesse from Little Mix. Um, I didn't see that. No, so interesting. Okay, what what? Someone mentioned it. What was the uh, what was the premise? You know, the, so she oh. was the one in the group who was basically deemed and i'm putting this in like quote marks the fat one the ugly one oh okay Um, and she received i think they calculated it and it was like two-thirds or whatever of the trolling and the abuse directed at little mix was online was like all on her and it it really affected her as it would you know every time she'd do a post or every time she'd be on tv or every time they performed there'd be this public reaction directly and i think that's the difference now is that people can at you People yeah. can get to you so that you can see what they're saying. And, yeah. you know, they were laying awful, horrible abuse. And, I, I, you know, I, I was going to say, especially for young women, but I, I think that men would certainly be touched by it as well. You know, if you're yeah. having to deal with that, yeah. you know, the way that that affected her self-esteem and her anxiety, she didn't want to perform. Um, and she had to go through real, like, you know, proper therapy to be yeah. able to function. Yeah, yeah that's something. It's, un, it's kind of like... It's unfortunate. I think, um, you know, I, I write about that with my my little ones. I always think, you know, back in the day, if I was in school, if someone was getting picked on, I mean, luckily that was never me, but if you were getting picked on, it ends in school. Once mm. once the bell rings or, you know, my school's over, go home, you know, that's it. Now it's 24 seven, you go home, it's on their phones, it's on their thing, it's on it's online. It, it can just be con- a continuous barrage of, of, uh, of negativity. Mm. So unless you're able to tune it out, that's very very hard yeah yeah have you ever experienced trolling and abuse online do you know what touch wood um my experience in general not saying there's never been but in general it's been pretty positive mm-hmm. you know although i guess my my material and where i sit um it's usually you know my music and my yeah, my music and my my outlook is always kind of do, trying to deal with positivity or relationships or getting through stuff. Um, maybe if I was a more if I was if I had a more controversial type career, yeah. then I'd get a, a, a lot more abuse directed my way. Uh, that plus also, it doesn't really like I said I was I was old enough to for it to not bother me in the same way. Not saying that seeing a negative thing doesn't affect you. Mm. you know, it does. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I'm always thinking why doesn't something resonate with someone mm. why don't they like it um but as far as direct abuse nah nah that's good nah, yeah. so what what would you say would be the most negative experience that fame has brought on you the most negative ah, most negative experience I love the fact um, that you have to think of this. Yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. You've had such a positive. You no, know, it's been it's been pretty pretty positive. Um, there's not really, but I think it's to do with your outlook, mm. and I think everyone's different. So maybe someone else in my same shoes, you know, might list a number of things that 
I've seen and I've, I've instead of focus on the negative of it, I've always thought, all right, cool. It, maybe that, that's just an obstacle. That's a barrier or, you know, that's an opinion. It's never, I've never, I don't, I try not to let things sit with me for too long because, mm-hmm. you know, the worst place you can be is trapped in your own mind, with, yeah. you know, because you can, it can raise different types of fears and different, like you say, anxiety. And then next minute you stop moving. Not, I mean, not, not saying that I haven't been in anxious, um, in anxious positions. I think every career has its ups and downs, you know, and while mine was having a very, very long peak, um, you know, in its lower moments or it's or in its downward trajectory at, at times. Yeah, you can go through negative uh, 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 patches, but I always feel it could always be worse. Mm. You know, I, I came from very humble beginnings. Um, I've experienced the full spectrum of life, you know, from having very little to having you know, quite a lot. And um, I always think, do you know, whatever I'm going through, it can always be be worse. There's always someone I don't know in in a village somewhere or in a different society or so, or in a diff- in a position where they don't have parents or in a position where. So I always think, all right, well, this ain't that great, but it could always be worse. Mm. And I, I think maybe that's the way I've always been able to sidestep sitting in an anxiety for too long. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. you've you've never had any like scary stalkers or scary anything stalkers. weird like that. I had weird stuff, but again, I stuff that I find laughable. You know, but I remember. You know, people sending like, uh, back in the day, people, I'll never forget this, being in France, I think it was. And, you know, the people would wait outside and I kept on getting these gifts and they'd be, it's almost, it looked like voodoo, if I'm honest. <laughs> like chicken bones with feathers, with messages. Oh, wow. Of the, yeah, and I'd be like, ah, this is kind of, so I had to like up the security a bit and say, look, this is, I don't know, this might turn into something that's a bit yeah. strange. So let's, uh, you know, keep it all at bay. You know, there's been a few of that kind of story, but nothing like, horrible to me directly yeah. yeah no i wonder if that's a male female thing i was reading uh lily allen's autobiography oh lily she's been through it right she was talking about how um yeah this guy i mean she had a horrible crazy stalker who actually yeah. managed to get into her house and no see it. that would be no yeah i'm swinging i'm going for it it's not not in my head don't come to my house it's not happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, that must have shaken her. Can properly. you imagine? Just no, like, nice. and you've got kids as well. Like, I think it was just one of those miraculous situations where she had a new boyfriend staying for the first time that night. Oh, brilliant. And thank God he was there because otherwise, God knows what. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to think about maybe how male and female experiences are different and yeah, how yeah. I think male celebrities maybe are held to a different standard and yeah. maybe treated differently because. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine that nobody really had a go at you about your looks. You never got made to feel ugly or inadequate as uh, not to, um, uh, not not that not that you not that you you are made to feel ugly. No, inadequate, definitely. I think that's part of um again, maybe I maybe I oversimplify things in my life, but I do that is kind of, I think anything it's like modeling, yeah? Mm. Anything that is based on appearance I mean, luckily, music is based on ability as well, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of based on it on appearance. You know, that's why if you look through history, it's a certain aesthetic that's generally been at the forefront. Now times are changing; you're getting a slightly different aesthetic yeah. coming in. Uh, so, you know, appearance definitely is um, uh, in question as well. But I do think that, you know, I definitely at times you can feel inadequate about your own self. Just like if if you're going for a modelling job and you don't get the job. 
you might say, okay, maybe I wasn't right for the part, but you might say also, what is it? Is it my aesthetic? Is it my appearance? Is it my my color? Is it my rate? What is mm. what is it? So you go through these these thoughts. So yes, I felt inadequate numerous times in my uh, in my career, you know. And sometimes I might attribute that to the way I look. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do, do have you ever found racism? Because that was you yeah. know two thousand and two. Yeah. I imagine it was probably quite dominate white dominated. Fame oh, Academy. Definitely, yeah. Did, did that ever come up as something that was um, directed at you or that you felt mm. uncomfortable with? I, I, was, I was having a conversation. I did a podcast with uh, one of my previous managers, not the not the Richard Griffiths stuff. That, one, that one's been out already, but the one that's going to come. And uh, off air, when I'd finished, we were chatting. And we, obviously, uh, this year, you know, 2020 has been quite controversial where it comes to race, uh, you know, probably in a positive way in that people are discussing things more. Um, and um, I was saying to him, sometimes it's not about racism. Sometimes it's just inclusion, you know, being able to see yourself in a position allows you to dream. And it allows you to think this is possible. You know, when I was getting into music, um, you know, I liked the usual Prince, Michael Jackson, I know, R. Kelly, Joe Ducey, uh, the Boys to Men. Probably now looking back subconsciously, they were black people mm. as well. So being able to see someone that looks like me in a certain position allowed me to dream enough and push hard enough and work hard enough in that direction to think when someone came to me and said, Oh, would you like to sing in my mind? It was a possibility because mm -hmm. I kind of had seen it. So I think in, and I, I was saying to, uh, to, uh, to him, the, the guy I was talking to, I was saying like, it doesn't matter who you are. Forget the race. If you were to walk into a room full of say, you're, you're, you're British. Uh, no? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm born here, yeah. Born here, all right. Yeah. So, you're, and then you go into a room full of Japanese people. Mm. Only Japanese people in the room. Nothing to do with just um, you liking Japanese people or them liking British people, but just you go into that room. It's going to take you amount, an amount of time before you feel free enough to speak your truth or speak freely, mm. yeah? Depending on your character, but most people. So, you know, it's the same with, with kind of like, the music industry initially, every room that I'd go into is filled with white people in suits. Mm. So as much as you, unless you're that guy, yeah, it's me, I'm the Don, the Don, the Don, it's me, my voice. Mm. You might not want to do that all day. I'm more of a subtle, kind. I have a bit more of a subtle approach. So you might not want to shout in that room on that day. You might want to keep quiet and just feel that you are understood anyway. But how understood can you feel or how relaxed can you feel, at least initially, for you to, you know, speak your mind. And sometimes you've only got that window. You've got that one hour in front of them to mm. impress them or that one hour in front of them to, you know, talk. And if you can't find it in that hour, that, that might be your chance gone. So inclusion, if you can put a, a few other people that maybe someone might relate to, you might be able to gravitate a bit more to someone else in that room. But if everywhere you look, it's a completely different background. To yeah. You. Yeah. So um, sometimes it's not necessarily the racism, although that is a big part. It's just feeling like you're represented. Yeah, and representation is so incredibly important. I was listening to some, uh, some dickhead on like LBC or something, Nick Ferrari or someone who yeah. was like wanging on about how every other advert I see has got a black person in it now. Like, you know, that's not <laughs> reflective of the popular. There's not that many black people. Why are they all on the TV? <laughs> and I was just like, 
you fucking oh, twat. Not, like, dude, yeah. but can't you see why it's so important? You know exactly yeah. as you've expressed it. Like, yeah. if you if if there were no women doing anything whatsoever visibly, then how's a woman? I'm gonna just drink? gonna think. Well, cool. Then I'm 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 stuck in this lane well, because this is men's job. There we go. Um, that is exactly it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I think representation. It's mad that that should even have to be explained to these white people. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, and I think twenty twenty has been quite stark in making us realise that actually, okay, great, we've we've come a long way, yeah. Um, since Rosa Parks and yeah. and and you know, real segregation. But my God, it's twenty twenty, and we really have not come far enough. Yeah, yeah. I think that's sometimes you know we talked about the negatives of social media. I think that's a positive as well. Mm. It is a bit noisy in that mm. it's a bit you know getting quality information or quality news or quality sources uh, for good information is harder. Yeah. But at least the small person has a voice. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's true. I, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because now too many people have got voices. Yeah, I and was, it's just like a lot of shouting, one-way traffic, you know. Oh, well, and also because people are now starting to do this thing where they're believing just random people over experts. There we go. Uh, and I think COVID has been really stark for that. I was looking, somebody sent me someone's story on Instagram yesterday and this woman had like 30, 40,000 followers and in her bio it was just like, music something to do with music or whatever and she did this whole q a all about vaccines and covid and it's like you are not a professor you're not, you're not yeah. a virologist you're not a doctor yeah. why are people asking you these questions yeah. and why are you answering them? i mean she was answering them in just the most horrific way. terrible way like telling women not to get smear tests and telling people that covid's oh, all made up you know all this nonsense but then you've got these people eating it up and yeah. and i think that that is a really worrying way that we're going in society now which is yeah. just that people don't care about facts anymore yeah. yeah and i also though i do think as well it's kind of the way it has been the only the only thing is now we can see it more it's like it's like the issue with racism it's like the issue you know with the the black lives matter thing that you know the movement that exploded more this more so mm. this year um it's not that it ha it's always been going on. All of this stuff has been going on. People listening to, to nonsense, people being scammed, people, it's always been going on. It's just that now it's done in a way where everyone else can also see it. Mm. And so we're just, uh, to me, I just think we're just seeing the reality of what's been going on. You know, yeah. that lady giving that information out has that person has existed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah. that they haven't been able to do it in a public way now they feel brazen enough to just go to it in a public way and think there's going to be no kind of reprimand mm. so uh, yeah. yeah yeah too many people have a platform now yeah. Yeah. um you spoke about it a minute ago where yeah. one of your uh what you're doing at the moment is mm -hmm. um is it called the lamar show oh yeah the lamar your show. podcast yeah the lamar show uh i talk to just loads of different uh, professionals and uh, people uh, behind the scenes as well as kind of like in front on the, on the forefront uh, in music and, and also just friends as well. Um, because I think, I don't know, for me, trying to get into the music back in the day, information was always, um, uh, good information was always um, kind of, um, I don't know, not necessarily attainable. And um, I think if I could have had a bit more wisdom as to what the full spectrum of jobs and the full spectrum of, uh, of um, I don't know, the, the full spectrum of people that work in the industry and their journeys. I was, I was always good with learning from people, other people's journeys. I'd see that and see where it relates to me and I try and fit in somewhere. So I just think I find it interesting talking to these people. Uh, there's a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of um, experience there. 
And so um, there's a lot of life lessons as well. And uh, yeah, I hope from the stories, people can apply it to their own lives, uh, whether it be in music or whether it just be in, in, in learning and attitude towards progress. So, Would yeah. you, so if you were talking to somebody who was right at the start of their music career and they yeah. wanted to make it big, would you recommend going down the reality route in the way that um, you did? I think it's less more, less so reality. I think the, the, the landscape's always changing. Mm. So I think as, I just think it's more about taking opportunity. You know, for me, uh, when I did Fame Academy, it didn't necessarily, I wasn't doing it because it, it was, was so different back then. It was the yeah, first was, real reality thing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think there was just one before there was um, Pop Idol, was uh, it? Pop Stars or Pop something, yeah. Pop yeah. Stars or Pop Idol or something. So it was just the beginning of all that. But honestly, for me, it just represented an opportunity. I've been singing for eight years, been doing gigs up and down the country. Um, I knew I was, I felt I was good, you know, uh, talent wise. And it was just an opportunity again, to show people what I've been learning, you know, where I didn't know, I don't think anyone knew at that point because it was all so fresh, what it would lead to. But mm. I just thought, do you know what? I know what I can do. And if I can do it in front of as many people as possible, then let me, let me, let me have a try, you know? Mm. And uh, luckily for me, it turned into something that sustained me for the last, I know, almost sort of 17 years, 20 mm. years. Yeah, so, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really good that you're doing this podcast now to just, kind of open up conversations about yeah. the reality of the music industry, all the different elements of it, all the yeah. different cogs that make it turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Where, where can people find that? Uh, so it's, do you know, it's on all, on all, um, on all the usual podcast uh, uh, platforms. You put the Lamar show into, I don't know, Apple It comes up on Amazon as well, Google, I think. Amazon, I think it, yeah, yeah. it came up on Amazon. Amazon, so literally everywhere. It's got a website as well, the Lamar show. And I think you've so, got Insta as well. Uh, Instagram, yeah. The, the Lamar, Lamar show. show. The Lamar show. Everything is the Lamar show, wherever you want to look for it. So. And you are on Insta. Are you just at Lamar? If yeah, people want to find you. Lamar, that's right. Um, yeah. how, how this all came about, by the way, the reason yes. that you're even here yeah. and why I'm going to, why we're going to now discuss all these dating and love and whatever questions. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know this story already. It's just for the podcast listeners. Okay. So I, on my Insta lives, which I'm doing three times a week now during lockdown, but normally it's once or twice a three week. Three times? You've increased. Yeah. The demand. Yeah, it's locked the down. Demand. People need that like sense of community and yeah. vibe, family like vibe. And so what I always do is I I have thousands of songs on my Amazon music and um, we let the universe decide what songs we're going to play on the Insta Live. So I just press my shuffle button. Sometimes it gives us messages. Sometimes it's just some random tune. Okay. And then one night, if there's any justice by Lamar oh. came on, uh, which is literally, if I was to whittle down my top 10 favorite songs, that would be in there. Oh, I whoa. love that song Thank so much. Thank you very much. It's all right. Thank you. Did you write it? Uh, no, no, that was Elise and Vell. Uh, they'd had it for a while. They were looking for, they'd, apparently a few people had sung it and they were looking for the right voice. And um, I was recording my first or second album, I don't know which one it was. And, um, yeah, that was, they, they heard my voice and they're like, oh my gosh, we really want to please, will you sing it? So I was like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I like the song. I love the song. So, uh, yeah. So they, they Great were, they were Great team. Love it. So that came on and then when it did come on, yeah. obviously I play like four songs a week and normally people are like, yeah, tune, whatever. And when that came on, everyone was like, oh my God, oh, Lamar. Oh, oh. The reaction was just like mad. And everyone oh. was just like, I love Lamar, I love Lamar. Oh, and then after the live, I thought, you know what? Let me see yeah. if I can surprise everyone by getting <laughs> Lamar onto an Insta live. Um, and I contacted your manager and she was absolutely lovely. Shout oh, yeah. out to Elise. Yeah. 
and uh, she made it happen. So you joined me on my Insta Live a couple of weeks ago. I was nervous as well. I I, I got and I was like, because I listened to obviously a few of your your podcasts. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a... It's gonna be sick. She goes in. Was it scary she though? She goes in. Uh, no, no, it was good. You didn't it was seem really nervous. Good. Uh, you know, years of putting on a, a, a front when you're nervous. Yeah, but no, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Like you have a good podcast aura. Like just your talking thing is like it's pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah, I was very curious as to what you looked like. Though. I was like, what? I've looked everywhere. I'm like, you can't see a single thing about her. How is she doing I'm this? I'm so happy about that. Well, How was, was she it what doing you this? expected? Hey? Did you expect it? Was there, did Better. I look how? Oh, yay. Better, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the? And then, yeah, obviously we spoke and I was like, I, I, can I just see your face, please? Because I don't know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> is that a bit disconcerting yeah. then? Like, well, not, not disconcerting, but it's uh, in this day and age where surely everyone, like, I don't know, it, it feels like every single person above a certain age, mm. surely is in this internet virtual world. Uh, but you're in that space, totally anonymous. It's I know, cool. but I'm so, I just don't want to be famous. I just yeah, don't, especially with the stuff yeah. that I'm talking about. You know, I've got a little boy yeah. and I don't need him to, be, he's going to secondary school in two years. Yeah. I don't need him to be the kid in school where they're like, I saw your mum talking about clitorises last night. Yeah, maybe that's not nice. That's yeah, yeah. Maybe he, I want him to have an easy ride. There's loads of reasons why I'm anonymous. And, yeah. uh, you know, I came from a background of child protection. So I've okay. obviously worked with some dodgy people and things before, some wonderful people, but also some scary people. There's just so many reasons why yeah. I, I, I want to be anonymous. I just don't want to be famous. Yeah. I just don't want it. That's good. Um, but anyway, yeah, you. so you came on the live and yeah. the girls absolutely loved it. And you you were actually great. I was really, um, I'm always out here looking for male allies. Yeah. I think it's incredibly important. I think that we we as women are only going to get so far with this equality conversation until we hit a brick wall because the men who really need to listen don't like us enough to yeah. listen or respect what we're saying. So I think the more um, men with platforms and voices and respected men who are out here having these conversations with us and for us, I think that's where we're going to really start to see change. And that's yeah. how we're going to see our sons and our daughters having different experiences to us. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, we meet, we need male allies. And so when you came on the live, I just thought you were brilliant oh, and, thank you. and everybody else did too. Uh, it was a really popular Thanks, people. thing. So, so then you were an obvious choice for, for a podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy you, you allowed me on. Oh, allowed you. Yeah. I'm honoured. I'm honoured to come through the <laughs> yeah. doors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honoured that you're here. Um, so I've got a load of questions. Yeah. Got yeah. bombarded with questions yeah. last night. Did you night. touch on everything? That you, did, you, did you touch on what you wanted to touch on? About this what? might not be in it, but you're yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, you're going to get in there. All right, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Because I said like a waffle. A... I was a waffle, so I might just... No, no, you're not waffling. You're, 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 you're doing well. We've okay. only got an hour, so we, okay, cool. we also need to be mindful. Just talk, just talk. we're fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Go on. Um, so I wanted to, to start off the... This, this was one of the questions from... Um, one of my followers who okay. works in the music industry, actually, she said. Um, but this is actually something I really wanted to touch on with you anyway. Okay. And her question is, how do we create gender equality in the music industry? And I wanted to kind of have yeah. a conversation with you about maybe, you know, we kind of touched on this before, just about how not necessarily even women singers or celebrities, I don't know how, how they're treated or whether you've ever noticed that there's any difference in mm-hmm. treatment. Um but yeah. uh, oh, is there? Have you, have you uh, noticed well, that? Well, no, no, not noticed any difference. But do you know? Is I think there's a big, there's a big um, chasm. I do think that 
anything to do with uh, gender equality, race, all of that, um, and perception. I think it's a lot more. It's a lot more deep rooted than people think. I don't believe it's as easy as a discussion. I think discussion helps. I think discussion brings it to the forefront. But I think the actual changing of it is. Uh, it has to start from the very beginning, like how men and women are viewed, period. Mm. You know, uh, what that role is. You know, I think, at least when I was growing up, you felt you had a role, yeah? Mm. Unfortunately, that role is fed to you from the day you're born, yeah? So- or husband, father, Yeah, if you're strong. a guy, husband, father, strong, protective, uh, you know, breadwinner. provider, breadwinner, mm. yeah. And then the- these girls in a lot of cases, you know, be tender, be nice, be meek, mother, you know, nurturer, yeah, mother, nurturer, yeah. so, backbone, stay behind him, you know, cook food. So that narrative is such a hard narrative to break. Mm. You know, your most influential years, as I'm sure you know, is your, are your younger years. Once you're about, I don't know, 15, 16, as much as yes, you're, you're making choices based on what you like or don't like but what you like or don't like is pre-programmed mm. remember you're, you come out as a blank disc you know so you liking spicy food is because when you were born your parents that's what your parents cooked and so if you're born in a house where you only had salads you just like salads mm. so as much as you think you have a choice you kind of your choice is still based on what you were taught you know and I think there's a narrative that goes of okay equality etc etc when you come into music what the, the thing that we aspire to on both sides, male or female, is contradictory mm. to what we're trying to achieve in society, so to speak. You know, you still want to be that dominant male. You still want to be that male that 70 women like, you mm. know? You don't want to be the male that one woman likes. And the woman doesn't want to look at the male that only one woman likes. You know, she wants to look at, oh, yes, this is desired. Mm. And then, so you go there. So there's this big uh, yin-yang that goes on and unfortunately, you know, with success, you know, I always say until you have access to excess, you don't really know who you are, you know? Mm. And, you know, excess brings funny things out of people, you know? And I think like you were saying, with when you're a lady in, in, in that, in kind of like the celebrity world or in music, I do think, this is talking about the forefront with fame, yeah? Power is a whole other thing, but I think it applies to that as well. Um, you are kind of whether you like it or not even when you're doing the strong thing you're, you're still in a role in my mind when I look it still still looks like you're still in this role you know be the sexy woman that everyone desires well, that's it isn't it yeah. it's sexy it's yeah female, female singers are expected to use their sexuality as well to sell music in a completely different way to men yes there we go yeah and I think that is based on I'm not it's based on what we're kind of taught growing up, but also, you know, how much of it, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, to me, it's a very complicated. It's, it's yeah. so complicated. You know what I find weird about it is that like, so for example, I would imagine that no manager or 
any record executive or anyone has ever suggested to you to go topless or to come up on stage in batty riders or anything like that. (laughs) And I think you you did. I think that everyone might just empty the place and say, yeah, I don't know. We didn't come for this. We came for a couple notes, you know, high C, low B. I don't know. Batty riders. I'm leaving, mate. I think you should try it. Just see the the reaction. But I mean, you probably um, appeal mainly to women. Mm Mm-hmm heterosexual women I'm assuming well according who... to my uh, Spotify <laughs> statistics actually it's quite a split no, oh know. really right, well yeah um, it's fine but you know, nobody's going to suggest that you sex it up. You, you, you know. I, yeah. I remember you always being dressed in suits, or you know, just yeah. looking slick yeah. and smart and yeah. you know, gentlemanly. Yeah. Quote, quote marks. Whereas for women, which is really bizarre, because you know, you look at somebody like Ariana Grande or Beyonce or any of these people who are incredibly sexy women, and I would say that the vast majority of their audience, their paying audience, are going to be women and gay men. Um, so, so. But but yet then the uh, you know Rihanna all all of the people that I think of you know they wear very little and that's okay there's no judgment of that whatsoever yeah. but it just the, the the kind of I don't understand how how that's happened and and why even because yeah. you're a Pete you're not a Pete I'd understand if your market was men yeah. you might want to sex it up to sell a few records yeah but it's but not I don't, although is it though although I don't know playing devil's advocate mm. is it though because. There's, ah, oh man, you know, I'm trying to pick my, you know, like there's, there's the man liking late woman, woman liking man, or someone liking someone, yeah, mm. a, a scenario, yeah, and there's a kind of like a, a, a carnal thing to that, yeah, and is that image that we portray, is that based on that instinct in all of us, you know? The, are the ladies that are following uh, Beyonce, I thought it was Ariana Grande, you mm. said, yeah? They're looking, but it's also, they're looking at that sexiness and back to what I was saying about uh, looking at something that, and feeling, oh, I can achieve that, mm. you know? Are they looking, thinking, oh, that person looks sexy. Mm. I I can genuinely achieve this i i'm, I'm following them because i like what they're into but I, I i like what they're i like what they are but i like what they're into as well and i yeah. feel i can get that dress and i can look as sexy as that and i can so yes they're appealing to men but i think the appeal for the woman or or for vice versa for a man looking at i don't know any other man that's on the forefront they're looking thinking oh yeah no you know, I like to be more in, in suits or whatever. That's yeah. my, my vibe. Yeah. Hip hop or, you know? I get you. So, so it's not just buying the record, it's buying into the lifestyle. Yes. It's, thinking I can, I yeah. can do this, you know, in my own small way, in my environment, I can be that sexy person. I can mm. be the Ariana Grande in my circle. I'm yeah. that, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose the issue that I have is that why is sexiness for men about, wh- why can a man be sexy, fully dressed, but a woman can't? can't. Yeah. And then if you look at music videos and stuff, you will literally have a fully dressed rapper yeah, with, with some- naked women <laughs> twerking yeah. around him. Yeah, And then off, off air... Then you they'll want to talk about you want to have a conversation with the same person about okay so now let's talk about equality or whatever it's such a, you know yeah. to me when I look I'm just like I mean what we're portraying versus what we desire as an outcome mm. 
it's they're, they're working against each other so but then at the same time if you had a video with just would it be boring you know because there's a it money development record in, companies want to make money so yeah. it's a, it's a but it just feed, it feeds into so much negativity like yeah. why have you got all these naked women dancing around you what is this what message is coming out of this because it's not 45 year olds who are watching your your videos no. it's kids yeah really yeah i think kids are the only people that watch music videos now i haven't watched, yeah. seen a music video in ages i've listened <laughs> to loads of music but yeah. i don't sit and watch the videos on mtv bass like yeah. i used to do when i was a yeah. kid um what what but I, I just think it's such it's it really perpetuates these myths around um especially because it's not even like those people are going wow those women are brilliant they're beautiful dancers they've got incredible bodies that they've worked really hard on what they're doing is going their video hose there <laughs> yeah, you, you know yeah, what i mean so, yeah, so exactly. it's not even like that's kind of coming with an element of respect it's yeah. just like it it feels to me degrading although yeah. a lot of people would argue that you know it's empowering and that these women are being paid to be in these videos and and whatever else but i just think it a lot of people use money as a as a reason for making something for for validating something mm. you know oh yeah she's doing like that but she's making millions though it's like yeah but i don't know dude there's many ways to make millions mm. and there's many I don't know. There's many angles and approaches you can take, but because you can make money off something doesn't necessarily mean that on a social level, on a psychological, psychological level, it's the right thing. Mm. Yes. You're making money. Yes. You can pay bills, but what's the trade off? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard one. Yeah. Very I think hard. it really feeds into a lot of this ongoing misogyny, the way that women are treated in music yeah. videos and the way that they're, spoken about in songs and stuff now yeah. it's just talking about beating them and you know and when i say Yo, beating, no, i don't well, mean i don't yeah, mean beating yeah, as in physically yeah, yeah. i mean beating is a term that yeah. they're using for sex yeah, yeah and just even is, that on its own oh, it's like, like, like Yo, dude, what the man. fuck are you talking about <laughs> where's the where's the where's the roses and dinner gone <laughs> yeah. just beating, just what beating. happened to jodeci oh jodeci what's going on <laughs> It's the band from Love in the Building. Yeah, we need to start playing some nighty slow jams. Yeah. Did you did you ever feel like when you're in the or you know in in the main you know height of yeah. Fame Academy and on tours and all of that kind of stuff? Did you ever see the type of because obviously Me Too has started from the Harvey Weinstein stuff and yeah. we all know what Hollywood is like and how yeah. women are treated. Do you think that that's something that's prevalent in the music industry, which is a bit like you kind of have to, as a woman, maybe they may have been put in positions where they have to stay silent to achieve a record deal and maybe put in yeah. nasty sexual situations. Yeah. Do you know, I think that's that's been going on for, for years, I think. Mm. I think that's been going on for years. Uh, men and women. You know, and but I do think that it's. Uh, I think the Me Too movement is good in, in, in the fact that again it brings to the forefront the discussions over that. I do think though that what's lacking nowadays is discussion. Mm. You know, this one-way barrage of information. I'm right, and that's it. Or I'm wrong. You're wrong, and, and everyone destroy that and cancel. I think that isn't so great. Mm. But I think if it opens up dialogue and a genuine two-way dialogue, then you can get to the bottom of things. Mm. Um, this uh, holding up a flag, burn everything that, that that's against what my view, which mm. seems to happen, especially on social media, is I, I don't think is a, is, a, is a healthy thing. Yeah, I think it's really unproductive. I don't think so much necessarily in the kind of Me Too conversation, because yeah. I think there's some things which are just 
right or wrong and I yeah. think that if someone like Harvey Weinstein for example has been proven oh, to yeah, be the no, predator no, yeah. that he oh, is oh disgusting yeah gross yeah, and yeah. I think that there's no there's for me there's no room for nuance or debate no, around yeah, that no, there's no, just no. that's it he, yeah. you know fuck off yeah. but um, yeah I guess I think you're right in that I guess what you're sort of saying is it's feeding into that you know it's a slightly I don't want to even say this because yeah. I think a lot of men are sort go of saying say it, say it. go on, say it <laughs> Yeah. A lot of men are very much of this weird mentality of like, this is a scary time for men because anyone can come out now and say anything and they're all bolstered by the Me Too movement. And mm. actually, I, you know, and that's completely wrong because yeah. actually for many years it's been a scary time for women and yeah. now we're only having the opportunity to be able to speak up yeah. against that safely. Yeah. But I guess in terms of the whole cancel culture thing, we yeah. are in a space where, yeah. where it would be easy for me to... I could walk out of here now and yeah. say, Lamar touched me up in the, you know, he grabbed my breast in the oh studio. I mean, Tim would vouch that Tim. it didn't happen. Tim. It didn't happen, Tim. But Tim can <laughs> yeah. see. He's so. shaking his head. Thank you. Oh, my Lord. Where's the cameras? We have a camera on the edge. <laughs> no, see. but you know, yeah. and and then and, and then actually, it wouldn't be even such a clear outcome. Like if we walked out of that studio, I posted on Insta. Oh, my Fuck God. Lamar. Oh, my, my heart's beating. Stop. Stop saying this. Yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just giving a, yeah, yeah. And, and Lamar hasn't made me feel nothing less yeah. than comfortable and safe. Yeah, Let me yeah. just be very clear about that, yeah, which is why I'm able to have these kind of discussions yeah, with him. He's, yeah. he's made me feel very safe. Yeah. But an in example yeah. that could happen. Yeah. It's unlikely because I yeah. just want to say to you that it's very women making things up yeah. is, is, is rare. It does happen. There are some awful women, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. rare. Happen, yeah. Anyway, so I could come out of the studio now. I could say this incident has happened Happen. in the studio and I would have loads and loads of women going, oh my God, this is fucking awful. And everybody would be piling in to cancel you. But then a lot of people would also be piling in to cancel me because women are idiots and women shouldn't play. Say, oh, da, da, da. Mm. And so I think you're right. It, it, it's this kind of trial by social media and cancel culture now, yeah. which can so easily escalate escalate and affect the wrong people but yeah. it's so it's good when it affects the right people when it means that we're all bringing to justice the right people yeah. but yeah you're right i think there is a yeah. lot of room for yeah and i do think again it goes back to education like mm. as in educating young men educating young women educating young men this is the way you need to treat a woman yeah educating young women this is what you can accept and what you should under no circumstances accept and then it would mean that, you know, if someone does come up to you, maybe they're being a bit fresh for the first time. Maybe they're trying to be a bit cheeky, a bit laddish and touches you in a, in a way that you don't like. Well, no matter how small that is, you should be able to at least say to them, listen, I know you're, you're I'll take this one as you, you messed around, whatever it is. One strike. If you do it again, I'm speaking. Mm. Let them know immediately you feel uncomfortable and you've given a warning of some sort. Next stage is not, oh, we're going to do it again. No, mm. the next stage is I'm speaking. I do not accept this. Yeah. And if you can get that black and white thing going on, then I think, I think it's just a healthier debate. I think people know, you know, I'm not going to just internalize this thing and hold it. And it's going to be damaging me for so many years before one day I can find the courage to then speak up mm. and then go against everyone saying, Oh, why did you speak up seven years ago? Why do you all that nonsense that happens? Yeah. You know, I think from a very young age, 
you know, because again, I think it's been going on for years and just kind of accepted. Oh, he's just being a thing. He's just being a boss. He's just being a, she's just being, she's being weak or she's being flirtatious. Where that needs to be eliminated from yeah I human think human narrative yeah you know and that yeah. eliminate that it's, it's kind of hard you know it's completely hard because even now in this day and age where we know for a fact that generally if a woman is coming out and talking about rape or sexual assault she's probably not lying yeah. statistics show us that okay. and and but but yeah if you ever look on a banter page about celebrities or whatever if anything's ever come out where uh, an accusation is being leveled at a male celebrity the comments are are 90% full of people just going oh well, she shouldn't have been in that room with him. Oh, well, she shouldn't have wanted to become a singer or a dancer if she didn't want this to no. happen. You know, every, it's very, we're still in a very victim-blaming Blame, society. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so even though I think people are going to speak up more now yeah. about Me Too type things, they're yeah. not going to necessarily get the reaction that the they reaction, need. Yeah. And also because... I, you know, the, their confidence has been bashed in that scenario as well. Mm. So then to bash it further, or, or I mean, for even to for someone to come out and then feel, I know once I say this, I'm opening up this world of abuse that's going to happen. Mm. I mean, they have to be a, quite a strong person to then say, all right, no, I'm going to do it anyway, you know? So I just think it's all about, I don't know how long it will take or in time, but through discussion, uh, getting things to a, to, a, to, a, to a point where someone knows, number one, if you touch me inappropriately, like I say, I might give you blind once. That is it. I, no, I, don't, I don't think you should. Yeah. Well, well so when I say blind, when I say I'm blind, when I say touch inappropriately, I don't mean. I just mean if someone is if approaching me, yeah, yeah. showing interest, yeah, and I'm saying I'm not. In, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily touching physically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just mean like yeah. you know they're approaching me in a way that I don't want to be approached. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I'm saying I'm letting you know I'm not on this. Yeah. You know, set boundaries. The yeah. next time I will be speaking. Yeah. yeah so that's that. That's what I don't mean physically touching me. Yeah. Do you raise, this is one of the questions actually, do, will you raise your son and daughter in a different way? Will you give them different information about relationships? Definitely. Or do you, are you, are they both, uh, actually I shouldn't ask this in case they don't want this, but they're both heterosexual. Are they both, yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as you yes, are aware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My son's heterosexual as well. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. aware yeah. Um, do you, do you do you notice yourself because they're both in secondary school now, right? Yeah. Do you notice yourself feeling like you have to give different information to your daughter and your son about? No, do you know, I just try and uh, because I don't know. I feel that I know where. Well, I don't, I don't know, but I feel that certain parts of my upbringing, you know, I may have fallen short. So I just try and make sure that those areas with them that I try and bolster it a little bit. To you know, I just think when it comes to relationships and perspectives you know male to female female to male um that 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 they just they have a more rounded healthier view than i was exposed to mm. you know and that's my main goal there i just want them to be able to be thinkers you yeah know? so it, even if everyone's going left think about what going left is and what it means why people are going left mm. and then make a decision it might be still to go left but um just be a be a thinker, you know. Especially when it comes to relationships and other people and other people's spaces and and your opinion of other of, of other people, be a little bit more open minded. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like you've managed to successfully sort of change that gender role? You know that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. There's quite a you know you're kind of born into that 
you know, yeah. mother, homemaker, or yeah. you know, breadwinner, blah blah. Do do you feel like your children have naturally fallen? You've naturally fallen into raising mm. them in that way, or do you think you've managed to break the barriers on that? Oh, that's a hard one. I don't know. Um, like I said, I like to think that I've innate. You know, I'd like to think that I'm hopefully trying to build a a a, a world around them that's slightly more enabling emotionally uh, than my one. I don't think you know. With me, there wasn't necessarily a, a, a talk about you know the sexual side of things with my parents, no chance, right? Mm. Um, there wasn't really, you know, you just, just learn from your friends and hanging out and just going out and just going The worst way to learn. Which is not the best way <laughs> to learn, yeah. Um, and so, like I say, opinions, views, perspectives, uh, they change as you get older. And I'm just trying to make sure that from very early, they have a balanced view. And uh, what is it? Uh, a really great level of self-esteem. Because mm. I think that's where a lot of things can go wrong mm. with the decisions you make when you feel less than or you feel uh, different to or you know yeah. you're, you, you feel you can't speak up or you feel your, your opinion doesn't matter or you feel I've got to take this because of this scenario. You know, I'm just trying to let them know no matter what you're going through in life, you know, one door shuts, another one opens. If it's you feel uncomfortable in any, in any way, you feel um, disrespected in any way, you feel like this isn't where you want to be, move. You yeah, it, it's not that bad. It's something else. Life goes on, you know. Yeah. But don't just sit there and take something or accept something or feel less than or feel like oh someone else is better. So I'll just keep quiet in the court. No, speak up, do your thing. Mm. You know, so. you're still married to their mum, aren't you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so, yeah. And so, were you together from like childhood sweethearts? Yeah, for, for, for wow. ages, man. I, I, I was saying you, you get less for life. You know, yeah. <laughs> so definitely served my turn. Still serving though, still serving. It's all good. It's a successful marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I get, you know, again, I, I, maybe it's perspective. I've always been, uh, I think I've always been or thought a bit older than my years. So uh, maybe it's my upbringing. Both my parents were, you know, pastors and things. So, you know, mm. that side of things. However, um, I just th I think relationships are, are are a big long journey, and a very hard journey. You know, anyone who wants to paint some great picture, oh yeah, me and saw them across the room, fell in love. <laughs> oh my god, and that was it. It's been great forever. Lies. Uh, you know, you go for ups and downs. You argue. You, you know, you go off the rails. They go off the rails. You know, but I think I said it before. In, you know, in the insta life thing, I think relationships are a choice. Yeah. You know, loving someone is a choice. It's not a feeling. You know, feelings change. You know, you might sit in front of someone and say, oh my gosh, they look really good. Oh, you know, fancy them, whatever it is. But your decision to be with someone, you respect it and you honor it or you don't. You mm. know, so I try to, my best. And uh, yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, you've done yeah. well in this day and age, especially. Oh so let's see, some, some other people are having some problems with relationships. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about this one. I feel like I know what your answer is going to be, but let's, oh, see, let's see if we let's see if oh, we can so help. I told you I waffle. I've probably answered every question that you got. Go on. <laughs> no, no. no. Yeah. All right. So this question says, "I've been with my boyfriend for ten years. We've been serious for eight of those years. They were just kind of seeing each other before. Yeah. He's thirty-three and she's thirty. He says everything I want to hear. He says that I'm the love of his life. He Ooh. wants to marry me. He says all the right things, but I still haven't met his family, and he hasn't met mine." Okay. whenever i ask him to at least let's meet each other's siblings he says he's just not ready yet he hasn't even really met any of my friends 
Am I being too demanding or not understanding enough if I make a big deal out of this or should I wait until he's ready? Ooh. That's a loaded question. It's not, it's, I think it's really easy this one. Well, I don't think, know. Yeah. Do you know why I say it's loaded? Go on, tell me what's your thoughts. The, I, the reason I said, like, I was one of those dudes, right? I was, I was really, really, I, I'm, when I said I'm super private, I am unbelievably private, mm. right? Like, to a T, right? It's bad, mm-hmm. right? So, and also if I like something, if I'm genuine about something, then I'm extremely protective. Mm. So as a result, like for instance, me and my missus, we, we was together for a while. And it was just me and her. No, but the see, it's when, when he said the friends though. He ain't met the friends Ten and da, da, da. I don't feel, that's, that's not quite, that's, that's a bit. It's a bit 10 harsh, years man. like okay i hear what you're saying if you're saying 10 months a, a year but his, their, their friends must know each they must the friends what must the, know i my, you know what this is maybe i'm cynical yeah go on you're coming at it from the perspective of like yeah. this we're like a really private guy no like, no not a private no the reason look i was with my lady for at least like i don't know Eight years, seven, eight years. Before she met any of your people? No, no, no. She knew my people. No, everyone knew. Her. I'm talking about like introduced her to my parents. Like, here we go. This yeah. That. But I'm getting the sense on this one. This yeah, is the, not the, just like the formally introduction to the parents. No, the this friends not know. Not even weird. siblings. That's weird. That's weird. The friends and the siblings is weird, right? Mm. Um, But... Okay, it's weird. I'm talking, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I just it's feel like... I, I, I tried to help. I tried... No, it's dodgy. It's if you've given someone 10 years to yeah, be ready... I mean, that's, it's a fucking decade. Yeah. Like, Why don't she, like, just kind of, like, just lay the line and say, listen, I need to meet the, meet the parents and the thing. Otherwise, kind of, I'm not sure you're so serious and I need to move on. I think he's... My, 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 my... Again, maybe I'm cynical. Maybe I'm a terrible, jaded person now at this point of hearing fucking everybody's dating dramas every day of my life. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's married or... Oh, no! I no. do! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> give me another reason. <laughs> Put, apart from privacy yeah, then, give me another reason why you why you would be with someone for 10 years. That's a long time. And yeah. not then be completely enmeshed in your yeah. life as your partner. All right, let's, let's, let's just be real. He's playing you. He's playing you. I think I think you need to put him on the line. Just put him on, like, call him, sit down. Babe, subscribe for dinner. Sit down. All right, listen. I'm giving you one month. Yeah, we need to sit. I want to meet your brothers and your sisters and our friends we can go out for one big dinner once this covid lockdown thing's mm-hmm. over yeah and introduce me properly as your partner of the last 10 years not just oh my hair yesterday yeah. right and then we're serious yeah yeah but if you can't do that i'm giving you a blind the parents because lamar said i'll give you a blind but the friends and the, the the brothers and sisters. If that's the bit that's weird for me, in that the time, yeah. not necessarily, not, you know, the time to making a serious commitment that less so to me. But the friends and the brothers and sisters, that's weird. I think it's just the whole part of like not, you know, what is your relationship if it's not. I think by this point, by 10 years down the line, there yeah. should be some element of like, have you moved forward? Are you, yeah. you know? I mean, within the first, like, like I say, when I was saying the seven, it was, it was more so related to uh, my parents and it becoming this serious, this is it thing, yeah. which I've st- stood by. Yeah. But, she hasn't made any mention of this. So I'm, um, you know, I'm just 
pulling out a wild guess but the only thing would be if there was something to do with like religion or you know like if you were from a very strict religious background yeah. and it was expected that you were going to marry someone of that same yeah. religion from the exact same culture yeah and for me I think like I said because my parents were, were both pastors I was like you know let me just mm. wait till I'm very serious and then I'll introduce you to these people mm. apart from that I'm just having my fun out here mm-hmm. and I think that is why the parents bit too long with me but friends and family surely you know even otherwise. after 10 years you know if a guy I think he's not saying to you at 10 years you know I'm ready now to get to, to uh, especially because they're in their 30s now you know which is oh, a yeah, time the yeah, they're yeah. not babies these people yeah I was a teenager yeah they're, you know they're, they're in their 30s which you know for people who want to have children in the future not everybody does but this is going to be that crucial time of like starting Definitely. to build Definitely. like living together and starting yeah. a family and all of that and I don't see how you can do that if you don't yeah you and know, she's 30 so dude that's like nah gets yeah i i think there's something very worrying going on here i think he's either leading a completely double life oh, oh you just oh that'd I be really so, bad though if that's well this, there's a lot of married? people doing a lot oh, of bad days. things why are you so surprised maybe what god no, i've heard long. so much worse than this no that's long man I think he's married or, oh. or at least has a girlfriend. I do because there I might, can't... There might, be, there might be something, yeah. That I can't disagree with. That, there might be someone else on or the side or something. he's just not that serious. And actually he's keeping you there with all these words because actually she didn't describe the relationship in, in any great detail other than saying, he says everything I want to hear. He says I'm the love of his life. It's very easy to go around to someone's house three times a week, have sex with them, go, I love you, the love of my life. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. you know, this pussy's mine and all yeah. of that shit that men do to keep yeah. women there. Yeah, yeah. And then to fuck off to your normal life with no intention and of, the, yeah, 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 and yeah. then you can come back, oh, I love you. Like, but actually it, it feels to me like he's not including you in it. In, yeah. He's not including her in his life. And she and needs to really pressure him for, I think that meeting with, with everyone and make sure that, he, and make sure that it's expressed. I want to them, everyone to know that we are together as of the last X amount of years. Yeah. Not like, and then see what the result is. Yeah. I yeah. think she needs to set a boundary and I think she needs to set a time limit on it. Yeah. I think she absolutely needs to go. The, to me, it's important for yeah. a man that I'm with for a long time. I have to know what's going on in his life outside of me. It's That's an a important very long time. thing. Very long time, yeah. Fucking say something, speak up. Do not be afraid of losing this man. Yeah. yeah. See, the, that's the thing though. The, the affairs of the heart though. That's the problem. The longer, I mean, she left it a very, very long time. Mm. So her heart's invested. Very. And so saying, oh yeah, or else. And then seeing it through. Mm. it might be a little period of crossover it'll be very difficult you know? for her to let go but it's better to let go though if it is that yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, I don't think it's going to end well that one no. um, okay next question says can you suggest tips for approaching a guy who you think is probably not interested in you <laughs> not not interested yeah walk the other way I don't yeah, know yeah, that's it's, what I you know <laughs> if not interested in you uh, I don't know I think if you've tested the water you know and he's a bit reluctant it's best it's best to just leave it yeah you know? I mean I think if it said can you suggest tips for approaching a guy who you think might be interested in you but is a bit shy then yeah, that would be different. one thing but I think if you get the sense that someone probably isn't interested you probably shouldn't put it on them yeah you yeah, shouldn't no, but I mean, it's, it, do you do you agree with the statement that people make where they're like, um, if a guy is into you, you will know about it? No, not 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 all the time. 
See, I think I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of blanket rules. Period. Mm. You know, I think. I think that's where most mistakes in humanity are made when you try and put this blanket rule across everyone. No one's born in the same house. No one's born. You can live on the same street and have a completely different experience of life and everything because yeah. you've got different parents. You've got different brothers and sisters. You're the last well, you one. Can you can be twins and still have completely different. There we go. Yeah. You know? That's why, you know, when they say a man has a penis, therefore all men behave like this. Yeah. It's, it's a lie. A woman has breasts. And they're, they're, they're all in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It's rubbish, <laughs> you know? So I think blanket rules kind of uh, just, don't no, work I, yeah so i think yeah some men yes they're very confident alpha male oh yeah i like you you're the one i want mm. let's do this other men they might look like it but they're, they're way more shy you know so many people that i know have lost the one that they wanted because they're just going to speak up mm. and they're dudes dudes that you'd think oh my gosh this boss man no they're just mm. looking because they like that with people who they who they don't like, they're bossy. But with the one that they do like, they're a bit more yeah. tiptoey because they're not really they don't really want to approach them in that same way that they've been, and then they lose them. Yeah, because the other dude who is like, that, and it's probably usually a guy who's wrong for them. Mm-hmm. But because they're spoken and yeah, you know, I want to be with you. Confidence. The girl likes that and feels. Oh, do you know what this guy has expressed? He's he's speaking to me straight. So, he likes so, me. so, but then maybe on that basis, because I kind of feel like. If someone's into you, you'll know about it. And that's not necessarily because they will directly approach you or try it on with you, say, but yeah. you kind of can get that. You get the feeling. You get the vibe. You and get the feeling, yeah. You can tell by them perhaps, you know, being in touch with you or like, yeah, you know. Spending more time around you, hanging yeah, around, yeah, yeah. you know, exactly. taking an interest in what you're doing, you know. Yeah. But it might not always be, unless they're, they're just, unless they're just like, not. you don't have to be a player to do that. But what no. I mean is, Usually, when it's that whole, listen, you're the one, I, yeah. you, 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 usually they're on one. They're on, they're on, you know, they're trying to get something, yeah. you know, whereas the relationship, long-term-y kind of stuff, sometimes is a bit more subtle. It's like, mm. it's just, you're spending a lot of time with this person. You're, you're, and I, I usually think the best relationships are when you're really good friends. Yeah. You're really good friends. Your conversations just last a bit. And then it's like, the physicality and the sexuality obviously is there, mm. but, it's not the center. Yeah. You know, and when it is the center, I don't know, man, it's anything that's usually just based on that. Mm. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. But <laughs> the length of it, I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think this one's a bit of a difficult one. I mean, I guess like, you know, so for example, I might, there's probably guys who I think in the gym might be interested in me, no. but they've never, <laughs> speak up, speak up. They've never approached me. Okay. Obviously we can't go to the gym now. But uh, I would get. I would never describe them as people who probably aren't interested in me. Whereas I'm them? sure that mm, don't know. Probably not. Um, not because I'm nervous about that or anything. I mean, you what, don't come across I, somebody's nervous. No, no, I'm not. But slightest. no, Just no. Like, but yeah. I'd, I'd more like go up and purposely like ask if I can use that same weight or if he's got any sets to finish and like allow him to open up that conversation with me yes, not, rather than me coming up and going, hey, you interested in going for a drink? Um, and, and that's not that women shouldn't do that. It's yeah. just, I I know what I'm like. I'd go bright red. I'd get <laughs> flustered. Like. But see, that's, that's, I think you've answered, that's the, that's the answer to the question. I think that's, that's a nice... Um, well, we don't know context here. So I get. I mean, I think the basic here for her is that, you know, you can probably, even if the guy is not coming up to you directly, you can probably get that vibe if he's interested yeah. or not. If you're getting that outright, he is like not you. interested. Save vibe, yourself the height. I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, save yourself the height. When he's ready, if he wants and you're still interested, I'm sure that 
he will give you a sign that you know yeah he'd like to do something but don't put yourself in or the, you can just brave it and you can go what's the worst that can happen and is rejection even that bad and maybe i would just send a text saying look no pressure here but i i would love to go for a drink if we can and then if he says no you just have to own it swallow you have it. To own it that's what yeah it's, it, i think it depends on how you are with rejection yeah if if with rejection you're like you know it doesn't it's whatever it's just a person which is more like me mm. um then yeah like you say send that message but if you're not great with rejection just let them you know give, give it some time and see see what they do yeah yeah okay we're agreed on that one yeah if a girl had been with one of your friends before you got with her would that bother you this is one of the questions by the way i'm not just randomly asking you this hmm would it bother me see see i don't think it i don't think it should mm. yeah um but like i said i'm, I'm quite I, i'm quite like i say i'm not protective is the wrong word you know i'm quite mm. ah, all in kind yeah. of guy you know so i think it's more if a girl had been with my, my, one of my friends and they were in a proper relationship, I don't think I'd approach the girl in the first place. I don't yeah. think it would get to that point, you know? So there, I think that's it. I think, you know. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I think people ask this question of men. I've, yeah. I think I've had this question before uh, for a man. And, and I think women ask it because they kind of know that men might have this attitude like, the kind of sexualness of it, like, oh, if my mate's fucked her before, then she's used yeah, goods, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, Whereas, no, no. actually, I think this this applies to, to both genders because would I want to be with a guy that my mate just slept with? Like, probably yeah. not. Like, yeah. it would make but, me feel weird, I think. Yeah, and also, like I say, taking it away from sexuality, mm. it's more, I honestly think long-term relationships are not based on sex. Mm. Or the the sex is, or the, you know, yeah, the sex and that emotional output, it's just like a periphery icing on, on, on the cake, yeah. you know? You're more into the person and that interaction, you like being around them. You want to hang out. You want to, you generally want to be where this person is mm. and you know, you're seeing each other on the same wavelength, you know? So that connection you know i don't know if someone else has had that and then you're in i don't know yeah. you're, you're you've got a relationship with your friend and then this you know that they've had that same relationship and then you're trying to emotionally keep me from that same level i don't know in the back of my mind i'm not sure it'll sit great with me mm. you know so i'm not sure i would enter into that relationship in the first place yeah. you know i think i'd be a bit more and maybe if i couldn't deny it then maybe but i think i'd be more apprehensive yeah i think it's you know i think it depends on the level of the relationship that they had as well yeah, like, it's so, together like seven years and then yeah, you're trying yeah. to i don't know, I don't yeah. know dude. if it's like you, they you were, met each other yeah, last night and you're crazy and you just yeah. did, did something and it was a, together for a week and then you're like yeah, oh it's yeah. not for me that's different yeah you know? so yeah yeah i i think yeah i think i guess we do have to acknowledge because uh, 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 this question comes up quite often that people would be like is it well, this question. sort of variations of it in that, you know, somebody will say, I had one not that long ago where this woman was like, she was on Tinder or, or one of those things. And um, she'd met up with a guy for a date and just, it was just, it ended up being like a one night stand like the week before. Mm -hmm. Then a couple of weeks later or, or the week later, she matched the guy on Tinder. And then when she saw his WhatsApp profile, he was mates with the guy that she'd had a one night stand with. Okay. A week ago. Yeah. But the guy that she was currently talking to was much more like 
probably not going to be a one night stand probably yeah. was more relationship yeah. and she was under this dilemma of like fuck should i announce that i had slept with his mate um yeah. you know the week before and um yeah and so so it is something i think what, that women have verdict? to well for me i feel like actually you probably should say something because yeah. actually it's much if, if that guy or then does start to well if he starts to fall for you and then you introduce him to your mates and then the mate goes oh, i fucked her two weeks ago that might yeah. and again i don't necessarily I, I think it's more loaded for men because of a lot of men's views around women and sex um but for me as well i'd want to know if a guy that i'm chatting to and i'm thinking oh he's really cool i'd like to date him if he had sex with one of my friends two weeks ago yeah. i would really want to know What's about that <laughs> your face i would really <laughs> but you know I, mean, I would really want the information yeah. about that like not necessarily going to go oh well, i don't want him anymore but i just want to know yeah, 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 to yeah. get rid of the awkwardness you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah but how do you how do you at what point do you know yeah do you know though i think this is more than whatever mm. you know i th i think that's the point when you yeah. need to say once you feel do you know what no nah, do you know i think i really do like you oh by the way do you know i was looking at your thing and this is this guy your friend mm. oh do you know what there's this one you know went out this other night da -da -da -da, and this happened just I just want to be honest with you and just let you know. Yeah. And then at that point, but if the problem is that a lot of men, yeah. the reality is, you know, we can talk about feminism and equality and we can talk in this really open way, but yeah. the reality is that a lot of men will be like, ugh, yeah. you fuck my friend. Ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which it shouldn't yeah, be that. The people's minds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, shouldn't it shouldn't be, be that. But, and, yeah. and also that thought of, well, my mates had her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how can right. it be that my even mates that fuck my Even wife? that terminology, had her. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's like, Mm. the terminology and the, the 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 stigmas that attach to these things it's you know it's it's worse than the view it's once you you know it's yeah. like a thing oh yeah had that yeah that had that one had that one once you start yeah. getting into that zone it, so yeah. you're already in the wrong place yeah. the respect is exactly. gone exactly exactly she's a human they're humans you need to approach it that way yeah and we shouldn't really actually women shouldn't be dating men like that who no. has, who have still got that mentality around sex yeah. but unfortunately if you are heterosexual yeah you don't have much choice yeah. um we're gonna end here because oh. you were well, your manager I said only that. were you you're, 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 you've got to be out of here at 12 and it's 12 two minutes past you've got to 15 you want to go 15 let's minutes go longer 15. let's go hey let's go. i'm liking the conversation will you cut this bit then tim okay so this is a question. I don't know you. I don't know if you're going to know the answer to this because, no. again, people. Whenever I have a man in here, people treat it like that. You are all one, one homogenous oh. group who can all speak for each other. There we go. And also, because you've been in such a long relationship, you probably. Uh -huh. I don't know how much experience you you have you have with this kind of <laughs> stuff. But anyway, I'm going to ask you anyway. Cool. Um, this is kind of two questions mingled into one. Uh, why do men ghost? And ghosting is a very frequent thing these days since since dating apps. Okay. Yeah. Highly frequent. It's a totally different playing field now though. It like is. that that whole the apps and sorry the the you know, dating apps and all that, the, you know, obviously growing up that wasn't there, you know? Mm. It's a much more and I think probably not in a great way. It goes back to my thing, until you have access to excess, you don't know who you are. Mm. So that whole thing of having a pool of images and a pool of 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 fake you know uh discussions that you're having little dms and little that it's it's not the healthiest mm. it's not the healthiest uh you know thing you can 
have so much choice you choose the wrong thing you know so and you, that's why people flip between you've obviously never had that dating app experience but you had no. the experience of being in a relationship but also being thrust into fame yeah. did you have a lot of women throwing themselves at you yeah it was just part of yeah it's part of celebrity kind of like existence yeah it was just yeah. a normal kind of how, how what is that like um again i think it's your approach you know and again understand it's approaching just understanding humans you know humans love to be loved and humans also like not i don't know is the, the the whole fame thing is a very a very weird psychology behind it you know um it's like i was saying earlier people aspire to like if you see a big house somewhere or a, you know some great holiday destination yeah everybody wants to be at that holiday destination mm. yeah just simply because of it's a holiday destination yeah and that's kind of like the way mentally i i uh, <laughs> mentally i rationalize fame or celebrity mm. it's like a holiday destination it might not be real might just be a postcard yeah 99 times out of 10 just like instagram it's not that real you know mm. but because it looks like something you want to aspire to or some something you want to get to, it has an, a, a certain amount of attention. The, the the problem happens when you start believing that that attention is because of you or because yeah. who you are or because it's not. It's because of a position that you're in. And uh, as long as you don't let that run away with you, then, you know, not saying that it doesn't affect you. It affects everyone. You're mm. a human being. However, how far you let it, uh, uh, get you it's not like I don't know it, nowadays it's probably better in that way in the 80s yeah in the 80s 90s that's why so many people you know in rehab for seven for, for, mm. for how long and then you know blood transfusion and then they've got you know nutty part, parties and because there's no cameras and there's no mm. any of that you know nowadays uh, people want to see the real you not this glorified version of you and I think that's probably healthier for the mind Mm. Um, yeah so I mean that must have been quite difficult for you actually if you were navigating all of that in a relationship with yeah. these women you know you're a young yeah. man and it yeah. must have been mad to have these opportunities yeah. Yeah. Um, and do, you must have seen some of the kind of your counterparts some of the other young men who weren't necessarily in relationships yeah. Yeah, yeah. who were also experiencing fame yeah. maybe going down a sort of different route and yeah. was it different women every night for a lot of them and well, yeah, do you know, it can be that, you know, um, kind of like life on the road and uh, life uh, touring, like you say, especially if you're single, it can be a, a, a crazy time, you know? And I think, I don't know, I just think with everything, it's 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 about balance, you know? Again, mm. I've always been that that person, maybe a bit older in, in mind, but I do think that too much of anything is bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So in your mind, you just have to keep that at the forefront. You know, mm. and again n remind yourself that it's not about you it's about yeah. the position you're in do you and think positions change so did you ever yeah. see females do you think female celebs get men throwing themselves at them in the same way that women do to male celebrities uh so again so do you think do you think if do you think you see like women yeah do they get male fans th and yeah. the same male opportunities that male celebrities get from female fans sexually and uh, I would yeah 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 but again I think like what you were saying earlier about the way ladies are viewed mm. maybe makes the approach different yeah you know 
in a in in a lot of uh, music videos, you kind of like the guy wants to be seen surrounded by ladies or mm. courted by so many things, and that's reflected in a club. Yeah. When you go to a club, then the position you know, it's just a continuation of that video. You know, a guy in the corner in a VIP section with you know twenty ladies dancing around mm. to show that this is the desired place to be. You yeah. know, and as a result, I, I you know when it's a woman. You're not having 20 women dancing t- around, you know, so... 20 men dancing yeah. around. You yeah. might have some guys standing around cool, like, yeah, knowing yeah. that they're interested. You wouldn't uh, have men, like, twerking yeah. in front of them. Thank you. So, yeah. I think it's the same we opportunity. <laughs> Why <laughs> is this? Yeah. She's back to those batty riders. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how that would go This down. is real equality that we're searching for. Um, yeah. so, so, I guess, I mean, we kind of slightly moved off track, but what, what so, we yeah. were... No, no, that was me that did that. It was, yeah. um, you know, because we're talking about ghosting and why do men ghost but i guess oh, yeah, that, but you know your experience of you've probably never been ghosted if you ghosted like just so there's, there's, there's just, just well, this is it. what people do now on dating yeah. apps you talk to them for a bit yeah. and then they just stop talking to you do you know maybe though i, I again i think people at different phases mm. of maturity yeah. of 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 what they want in life so especially on a dating app i imagine you're going to get people who just want to just want to have a shag. Yeah, that's what they want to do. Yeah, you know. And if they talk for a few minutes and it's like, do you know what, this girl's a bit too serious. Yeah, bye. You know. Yeah. And then there's other people who are looking for their life partner. Mm. And I guess you have to go through all the different the to the spectrum to find the one that's on your wavelength, and then hopefully strike a chord. You know. Yeah. But probably in that time, you're going to get a number that's just like, listen, you know. I just want this thing and I'm moving on. You know? yeah. yeah. I think I think that's the thing. You can never ask as a general, why do men ghost? There are so many, there's like a billion different reasons yeah. for ranging from, like, like you said, he just wanted to have sex and then he realised that you weren't the one for that. So yeah. he moved on or he's actually in a relationship. And this can apply to women as well, he or she. she yeah. um, or, you know, there's often, I've, I've, I've spoken to men before who've been in situations like where they've arranged a date with a woman, they've been dating someone, they've arranged a date and then they've gone to their a bank account and realised that actually they're like 80 pound overdrawn and they're like fuck yeah. and instead of actually being able to communicate and say <laughs> I can't go on this date because I'm completely broke they will literally just ghost because of the embarrassed yeah. humiliating feeling you know yeah. it could be depression it could we're be not honest health. enough with people that we, we travel all in life no. we're just not communication you know? is key yeah. to everything and I think that sometimes people could very easily go you know what I you know, I'm stepping, I'm stepping, it was lovely talking to you, but I'm stepping out of this. And instead yeah. what they do is they go, I yeah, can't face the real really. reason for this. They blank you completely. And then they leave the person who's been ghosted with such heavy anxiety. anxiety Cause it yeah. makes you question yourself. Like, did I say something wrong? Is it what I look like? Did I do something? What, you know, yeah. you, you question it because yeah. you don't, you know, until that person gives you an explanation. But I think what people need to remember when they're ghosted is that you don't need closure for it, for it to, you don't need to get an explanation. If yeah. someone's ghosted you, it was not meant to be. It's yeah. disrespectful. I guess act. where it's probably more, more painful is if you've been intimate with the person. Yeah. Then it's like, dude, you can communicate and say, it's not for, you know, it's not you, but it's just, this isn't for me yeah. or whatever. I think on that level, you, sh- you sh- it'll be nicer if, People should communicate. Oh, they right? should. <laughs> they absolutely should. So once you're ghosting someone like that, that they ain't right. That's not. That's no, no, not and cool, I think, yeah. and that's what I think. What's to keep in mind is that actually it's a disrespectful thing. It's a really cruel thing. Very and whilst we might sit here going, "Oh my god, I've been ghosted. This really, really hurts. Um, I really want an answer from this person." Not getting an answer from them because you might not get one. You might. You not. know, you you probably won't get one. But and it's if not your you fault. keep messaging them, yeah, it's not your fault. And actually, it's no loss. 
Because no, what you lost is someone who's not communicating with you properly. And who's not into you. It's like the guy in the gym who ain't really into you. Allow <coughs> it. Don't, yeah. don't, you know. If he comes over, oh, like you say, if you can take it, but don't take any of that as a reflection on you or your yeah. character or something you've done. You ain't, you ain't done nothing wrong. Rejection so. is, they say, rejection is redirection. It's not, you oh, can't nice. internalise. direction. Yeah. Nice. You can't internalise every rejection as being because you are inherently a problem nah. it's not sometimes it's your journey was not meant to go that way yeah. this person has rejected you not necessarily because of you yeah, yeah and their view of you isn't the overriding one it's not what everyone's gonna feel yeah. or see so yeah. yeah you know do not internalize or take ghosting personally yeah and also because you feel that way it doesn't mean that you're because people feel that not everyone does well with rejection so you know if you feel that way it's not that's it's right. You're, yeah. You know, you're going to feel that way, but just know it's not about, it's not directly about you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, you know, we've basically come to the end now. Yeah. You, you've given okay. me what, an hour and a half? An hour and a half. Yeah. I'm grateful and honoured. Oh, no, thank you. You are a really lovely man. Thank um, you so much. Look, no, I think. I'm going to, uh, Tim, I'm going to, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be coming back. I'm just going to be out the window. Excuse me, just fishing for a compliment. <laughs> I need a compliment for the day so that I can go about my business. Yeah. Just like I said, send me a little DM saying I'm feeling a bit low today. I'll yeah, be like, yo, <laughs> Lamar, just don't forget who you are. Um, no, I really feel, you know, because you didn't have to do any of this That's stuff. And, and it's, it's, it's you know, I really, I really appreciate it. No, You've no. taken your time out. And cool. I think my followers will get a lot out of That's cool. hearing what you Love say. Love your podcast. Love your followers. They are, uh, yeah, I just, I just, the way you give insight and so just like straight to the point of things. Uh, great. Like I said, I waffle, I dance around stuff, but hopefully I've been informative You've been great. You've been great. I'm, I'm, yeah. there were a lot of questions did come up asking about, um, does Lamar know about the clitoris? And I thought that maybe <laughs> might be an awkward podcast question, but I did check with him. He has yeah. watched my clitoris story. Oh, yeah, your clitoris story was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 but I just, I just, I know about the clitoris, right? But, your ex your super explanation with the pink thing with the diagram with the yeah I thought it was really really cool I'm like Thanks. Do you know what? She, she should do teaching on this it's brilliant is your wife happy going, with me going now, to school like, it's been quite a few years I think if you know, she ain't happy now then babes I don't know you've missed it now haven't it if you can suddenly bring some new stuff in it should be like where did you learn this where did, who is she yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she well, actually la la let me explain babes yeah um, also but see you're a good man because you are open to it you're willing yeah. to learn even though you pretty much know what you're doing cool. um, but yeah you can you're, you're one of the men who can restore yeah. our faith in men because a lot of my listeners are losing a bit of that is it oh my god no no yeah. don't 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 uh what is it don't don't um put us all paint us all with one brush i know right? but then the problem is all the good ones are long-term married or gay <laughs> and it's like yeah great we're faith restored but you know it's, it's, <laughs> it's educate educate all of them and watch we're, we're all the same inside yeah we're keep keep spreading yeah. the good word one question yeah. one question for you so uh la 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 yeah let me explain why three um, okay, so basically when I first started, I didn't really have any intention of this becoming what it was. I was okay. just writing like a little secret blog and I didn't really, I didn't really think too much about the name. Um, but my nickname all my life has been Lala. Right. Um, and in order to throw people off the scent... I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> at this time. You thought I'd put another la. I thought if I call myself la la la, they'll never guess that it was me. <laughs> so, yeah, didn't really think that one through. But okay. La la la, let me explain. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
It kind of works now. I used to hate it at the beginning because, Why? well, because also because people don't say it right. When you know, whenever I'm on radio and stuff, people are like, "Here is la 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 la." They all get confused, and I'm like, "La la Let me explain. And also, my email address is like L A Y L A L A L A L E T M E X P. And I'm like, every time I try and give someone my email address, I'm like, "Why didn't you just call yourself something really short like Lamar?" Yeah, but that one was taken, so I couldn't go with that one. But uh, yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much. All right, bye.